Which he is right about gay frogs. Those frogs are totally turning gay. This is the gay frog anthem. The gay frog anthem? Mm-hmm. They're sad now. Oh. Whoa. There's a bee in the room. A whole hornet's nest. Phantom of the Opera. This thing's a lot of fun, Paul. I mean, I'm glad you got this. Why am <laughs> I, I in know, a cave? Was... Here, have fun. <laughs> okay. Hey, so um, I pulled some audio from the movie. Did you? And I made a beat out of it. <gasps> oh, really? So here's the windshield wipers. Okay. bummed I didn't pull out here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta collab this shit more. Isn't this a badass dope, dope beat badass though? Beat. What's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I whistled. I know, you did like a, like a, <laughs> the gopher from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Do you guys still have all of your long kiss goodnight buttons? I could bring them back again, but I got them off my board just to get rid of the clutter. God, it's so quiet. No trial, no, no nothing. Fuck it! Run your life! <laughs> right, DJ. Right away. You are it! <laughs> Where's my son? Talk to it. No, but I, I heard this fucking windshield wiper and I was like, that's a beat. I gotta make a beat out of that. But yeah, that's badass. Great Thanks, job, man. Great, great oh, job. I, I, I have that button. Hold on, let me load it up. Here, it's right here. Great job. Oh. Great job. <laughs> great job. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> uh. Hey, so do you think uh, Mr. Bean's a virgin? Uh, do you think he still has his bean, per se, you know? <laughs> He's managed to hold on to it. No one's burst that bean, you know? Do you guys think that Mr. Bean's <laughs> a virgin? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I think he has kids. You think Mr. Bean has kids? Not, Look at that face. Not, Who not the actor. No, not but, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, not Rowan Atkinson, but the character, Benjamin Bean. Does he have a first name? I'd fuck him. What is Mr. Bean's first name? It couldn't be Benjamin. That's not fun enough. <laughs> Benjamin Oh, my Bean. God. What is Mr. Bean's first it, name? It has to be just Mr. I don't think he has a first name. Here, go down and like the like the information on the side. I was like, that's where it'd probably be. But nope, no. It's just, it's just, he's just the Bean. Is there a Mr. Bean wikia? He has to have a whole universe, right? I know, like the, the Bean verse. The mis- yes, Mr. Bean dot fandom dot com. <laughs> you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't even like thinking about it. Uh-huh. Um, but 
uh, he said the bean verse, <laughs> and I was I was young, I swear I was about to say the beaner verse. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm Hispanic. I can say you're that. allowed to say. It. I can only say it half as much as you do. Yeah, you could only say bean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kenny, I'll let you slide. Oh, yeah. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's 457 articles on the Mr. Bean Encyclopedia Wikia. Well, now we need to look up Bean Baby. Bean Baby. Yeah, to see if he has a baby. Oh, to see if Mr. Baby Bean has Bean. Any children. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, let's let's look up Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean episodes. Sure. Um, how do I <laughs> just just ta- just Google no text to this page? <laughs> I legit can't stand Mr. Bean. <laughs> you I'm, hate Mr. Bean? Yeah, he's so fucking annoying. Like I'm not even kidding. It's so annoying. I, okay, I do not give a fuck. Mr. Bean character. What is the? Uh, so he is in a relationship with Irma Gob. Yeah. See. See. Let's see. Let's see Irma. He lives on Flat Two, Twelve Arbor Road in London. Okay, let's hey, go. Arbor Road, let's that's go nice. beat this motherfucker. Up. Okay, let's look up Irma Gob. Let's see what she looks like. Okay, she's oh, okay, she's just a oh. normal-looking woman. I was expecting like a woman, Mister Bean. I guess I was expecting a character straight out of, like Pee Wee Herman or yeah. something. <laughs> I was expecting uh, Rowan Atkinson playing As a woman. A woman. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, he has friends and enemies <laughs> that are the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, his first appearance was in Mr. Bean. <laughs> his gender is male. His status is alive, and his episode or appearances are all. He's just like Goku. He's in the every Goku episode. Show. He's in every episode. He's Mr. Bean from of the Mr. Bean show. <laughs> um, there. I don't think he has a first name. Just Google. Does Bean have baby? Okay. I'm just a baby. Can, Can babies, babies have, have beans? Close it up. Who's the answer? I, I want to know. I don't think babies can even make beans. <laughs> yeah, at least wait till one. I think that right. was the quick answer there. Does Mr. Bean <laughs> have children? Because that's just the it's fastest gonna way to bring say up yeah, Rowan, it. Up, yeah, it brought up Rowan Atkinson's actual children. Uh, not, I already Googled it. <laughs> not Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Bean. No, it just brings up the Atkinson children. Look, yeah, there we go. Benjamin Atkinson. <laughs> His name is Benjamin Atkinson. <laughs> it's Benjamin. It's Benjamin. <laughs> oh, you know he got picked on in, in school. They called him Benjamin. <laughs> Mr. Benjamin, come here. Oh, uh, good times. Now, do you think he went to school or do you think he was like uh, homeschooled? You know, I think he just stepped out of existence. He just—he <laughs> always looked like that. He—he yeah. was—he stepped into existence as like a twenty-eight-year-old man. <laughs> I think he's unkillable and a force of nature <laughs> that just exists. He evolved into <laughs> into Benjamin. Yeah. For all we know, he doesn't even have a penis. Well, they grew him. He he's has a, a penis. <laughs> they grew him because he's a. Did you say he has a <laughs> wait? Did you say he has a penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh, good times. Okay, look, trivia. His first name, Don't he names sex. himself Bean to others in profession, if any are never mentioned. Mr. Mm. appears on his passport for his first name. <laughs> so Mr. is his first name. I think, Arguably, it truly I is. I think Mr. is his first name. He's like one of those people that just has two first initials. He's M.R. Bean. 
M.R. Bean. What I think is amazing about Mr. Bean as a character is that he doesn't only exist in his own universe. He is like a like a fourth wall breaking or like you know universe breaking character that shows up in things like rat race and stuff where he's oh, not he's, even so he's, he's not, not mr. even being i was gonna say race. he's not necessarily mr bean but, but he acts he, he is yeah. being in every other way that's true yeah, <laughs> but he's a total bean but he has a different name yeah <laughs> but he's like, like, like a, i don't know how it's an insult but it is dude i know he's just a he has beans for brains i know i, I know what you mean <laughs> We were young, and full of beans. <laughs> <laughs> we were young, and full of Mr. Bean. That was his wife talking about the old days. You know, yeah. she's like, I was young, I was full of bean. You know, and a beanus. <laughs> full of his beanus. Beanus juice. Can't, can't get enough of that beanus, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He's like Kermit. He just kind of exists outside of. <laughs> he's just Kermit. <laughs> he's like he's British Kermit. Yeah, he's uh, Pennywise. Yeah, he exists <laughs> outside Pennywise. of reality. <laughs> He's a horror monster that exists in all time. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince, here's Gourlami. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Hey. Uh, my name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. Um, welcome back to the show, my fellow guys. Yeah. Um, hey. Hello. Did hello. we take a break? No, we were on last week, right? Yeah, no, we were, yeah. we're here. We're I don't know how it. you don't know that. What, the, what Dude, do you mean by that? I just, I feel like it's been a long time since I sat in this room with you boys. Yeah, no, not even a little bit, dude. We were here like yesterday. Yeah, we literally recorded last week's episode yesterday. Yeah, you don't Fuck. remember? We did a... Uh, I, was trying to I don't even insert, remember what we yeah, did last week. Insert name here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> funny movie name title there. Here, um, this is the movie we did last week. Wait a minute. Oh, hold on. This is funnier. If somebody gets sick, they... They blame the potato salad. That's the movie. Remember, we did all four seasons of Mr. Bean. (laughs) Yeah, and we also did season two and three of Nip Tuck. Oh, Uh, that's right. Uh, I have, those are on my (laughs) Paul Damien, yeah, we're still recovering from Christmas, still giving each other Christmas presents and shit. You know what? Nip Tuck. You got me. That's what we'll do for... My next week. Oh, okay. Heat? I want to do Heat. Okay. Al Pacino. I kind of wanted to as well. Val Kilmer, Michael Mann film. I've never yeah. seen it. I almost watched it this week of recording. You know, oh, wow. But um, I just didn't because literally every time I think of watching a movie I've never seen before, now I go, don't do it for oh, the podcast. Yeah. So here we are. Well, yeah. now you have the Blu-ray. What year did that come out? 1999? <laughs> uh, 95 95 holy shit okay wow. it's a lot more recent so damn we're gonna do fucking that's all right we'll come back to we'll come back to pacino yeah a little sooner than later because yeah. yeah, heat won't be next week but it'll be coming it'll be coming up this week we talked about in or we're gonna talk about speaking insomnia. of pacino yeah. yeah we're talking about insomnia by uh directed by christopher nolan starring pacino al albert pacino and <laughs> robinson williams um, along with Hilary Swank, this is pre. This has to be pre her before she got her swank, yeah. really. Before yeah. <laughs> before we really get baby, into right? it, I, yeah. I kind of want to. Um, have y'all ever been like insulted so bad that like it just kind of sits with you the rest of your life? 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest insults, as I've ever been told, was <gasps> this guy told me I look like Hillary Swank. Oh, my God. You do look like Hillary Swank. <laughs> you do look like Hillary Swank. Can I tell you? She is apparently, by definition, by science. She looks like a man. I'm she, just kidding. Apparently, to <laughs> science. Just, she's perfect. She's perfect. She has the perfect face. She's well, perfectly I'm, symmetrical. I'm perfect. I'm exactly. Pretty damn I'm telling you right now, you the two of you have impeccable you, bone structure. As a Capricorn, uh-huh. I stand that we are all perfect. So yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Is yeah. she a Capricorn? I I don't know, but you I'm have a Capricorn, her lips. And Capricorns yeah. are perfect. You what have if, you have her everything. What if no? How, my lips are way nicer. How than funny hers. would it be if you found out that you were actually the son of Hillary Swank and you, <laughs> you just got birth. A, you just got a terrible name switch. It's like you went from one shitty last name to just another, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just criticizing it. I think I would just accept it and be like, money please. <laughs> True. You could sue her. Yeah. You're scraping the swank. You know? yeah. Dude. <laughs> sue swank. Go home. What's, go home. What's the Ruto? Oops. Um, I, I, no. I Don't have course. sex. Oh, good call. Oh. So is she from fucking Alaska? Because she's also in a show currently called Alaskan Daily. Well, Alaska Daily. I don't know. No, I can't believe it. That's, that's too... got to be coincidence. Um, by the way, did y'all know that this movie was a remake? Yes. Yeah, it's I a didn't Swedish know that. remake or something like that. Norwegian. Yeah, with, um, what is it? Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yeah. Yeah. Stellan Skarsgård was in the original. Really? I did not know that. And yeah. I think he played the Pacino part, which Yes, makes that's sense. what it looks like. If it yeah. was older, it must be, yeah. Let me look that one up. And I actually really want to watch it. Yeah, is it on anything? Uh, I wasn't seeing it on anything. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Swedish? I'm find the DVD. Let's see. Oh, 1997, Insomnia. Yes, literally Here. just five years later. They that, come out with a new Look one. at that last name. Yeah, the Skol- director. Skolyard. Skolyard Berg. Skolyard Berg. Which is funny because this movie was uh, produced by Soderbergh. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh. So they're, they're very similar sounding names. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. This one, this 1997, it was with Stellan Skarsgård. Is it based after a book? Oh, I don't know. I feel like St- Stellan Skarsgård ends up being in a and lot so of these book adaptations of these mm-hmm. murder mm-hmm. type shits because he's so also true. in the girl with the maybe... tattoo with the bat of dragon or something. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. it is um, related. Uh, relate like a uh, sorry from a book because I mean there's an author, a crime author in the movie. Oh, that's true. And you know how much authors love to write themselves into books. Exactly. Confess their murders through <laughs> fiction. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, uh, Stellan Starjard from Girl with the Dragon Ball Tattoo. Love exactly. It. <laughs> love the it. Bulma Tattoo. Oh, God. Good, good times. Um, yeah, so this one's Pacino, Williams, Swank. Probably... The only real notable people in this movie. I mean, Martin Donovan being a semi-relevant face as well. But Uh, he typically just shows up in Nolan movies, right? mm -hmm. Because I think he's in one of the Batman trilogy movies. Is he not? He might be. I might be making shit up. Oh, he's in Tenet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Regardless, yeah, you're right. He is someone of note, but he's in... A quarter of this movie, and I will admit he's one the only one out of those four. Like surprise, you showed me a picture of them. Be like, who is this? I'd be like. Yeah, <laughs> someone from a movie. Yeah, I, I know him. <laughs> I was really surprised with how little twist. he was in this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this this film 
so I've tried to watch this film several times. Okay. This is the first time I've actually been able to watch it, but because it starts off so fucking slow. And um, stereotypical. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, just trying to watch it before, I would always just get to the first five minutes and be like, uh, I'm going to find something else. Yeah. And so just having to watch it this time, I, I'm really happy I watched it. It was amazing. It was phenomenal. I did not expect it. Yeah. Um, this is one of those movies that, to go back to a, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, or even Memories of Murder. See, and that's what I was about to bring up. Nice. This is like, this should be in the pantheon of like great crime films. Yes. But I think most people see Al Pacino, and he's immediately tired He's. This is an energetic Pacino. No, this is already very worn out Pacino. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I wish. I kind of wish there was someone a little bit more, um, not charismatic, but just a little bit more charming mm -hmm. in the role. I actually completely agree. And that, I mean, just to go ahead and jump into it, uh, kind of a hot take. I'll say, on my opinion, I'm not really the biggest Pacino fan. Yeah, and that's kind of why I think I even want to do Heat is because I'm craving these Pacino roles that people like yeah. worship over. And I mean, I understand Scarface, but that's such a role in and of itself that mm -hmm. like, that's something outside of his ability to like act in my opinion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he is amazing. A cartoon. Exactly. He is amazing in that movie, but you know, being able to pinpoint one crazy ass role like that doesn't mean you're like this extravagant actor. And he really is held to like the top tier. Um, but exactly seeing him in this movie, he feels like a very tired actor you know it mm -hmm. feels like uh um jack nicholson in a lot of his last few yes. movies it's yeah, just exactly. he's there Except for the departed yeah but yes True. i agree um it, yeah no pacino it feels like he's been 65 the second scarface <laughs> finished filming you know what i mean like that, that movie took a lot out of him it was all the cocaine, was all the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. it aged him uh surplus <laughs> All the heat in the 90s, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just cooked his <laughs> hot dog skin for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the big, the big, this is a movie, it takes place in Alaska. This mm -hmm. is during the winter it, it, solstice. No, it, it's summer. It's summer when solstice. summer stays, yeah, yeah, is when the sun stays up. And so the sun is out for months, mm -hmm. or a month, or something it's like that. It's a couple of months. It, yeah. yeah. It's a couple months ahead. And it kind of alternates because I, mm -hmm. I have, you know, I have traveled to Alaska in the summertime during mm -hmm. this essential summer solstice period. Mm -hmm. um, it was early June when I was there. And so we got about two hours of twilight, essentially, and never mm -hmm. got fully nighttime dark. And it was kind of cool because the hotel I was staying in. I could literally watch the sunset and sunrise from my own window. Yeah. Just a couple hours apart from each other. The sun would go down only a few feet from where it would then turn and rise right back up again. Um, it was pretty, pretty That's awesome. And That's it, rad. It definitely was. Did you feel sleepless? Exactly. In I was going to say, it very, was very much a weird experience. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Al Pacino was. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't arrive there until probably like 8 p.m. And yeah. it was, you know, full sunlight you'd think it was the middle of the day and it is very jarring to get used to you know but the, every place realistically has like extreme blackout curtains you know they've yeah. accommodated for the what sense. they actually funny enough call the lower 48 you go to any uh store and oh there's so much merch it's like welcome lower 48 you <laughs> know wow that's literally what they call us that's funny What's um, a, oh it's a real gag gonna say and that's something that that's probably around the time that they get to alaska in the movie because 
they probably spend a couple hours maybe doing some investigating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at the body. And then she's like, it's like 10 o'clock. At yeah, he's like, yeah. let's go to the high school. We need to talk to the high school yeah, kids. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> they're sleeping. <laughs> she's, I love that. I love that Pacino falls for it like completely where she's like, it's 10 o'clock. And he's like, perfect. Let's go. <laughs> he's like, yeah, middle of the fucking day. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the original insomnia obviously takes place in Norwegian city. It uh-huh. just says in a Norwegian city. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they also have the 24 hour daylight cycle, which mm-hmm. obviously makes sense because they're both part of the higher upper uh, northern hemisphere, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, this is a perfect way to remake the movie. It's just like, okay, put an LA cop like Pacino up in Alaska out of his element. Out of his element, and we're we're going. We're I always, going. I always um, get a kick out of films when they do that. They're just like, this guy's some big wig detective from yeah. back in L.A. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. um, that's so, where all the crime is, man. I mean, realistically. For real. For Look real. at every movie we've seen about L.A. It is just hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially Predator 2. I know. Imagine Al Pacino up against Predator 2. <laughs> Specifically Predator 2. Yeah. Just be, just so tired the whole time. Yeah. Like, can you just give me a minute? I need to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, you got you all these bright lights on your on your suit. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Christopher Nolan was like, all right, Pacino, you're going to be tired the whole movie. You're not yeah. getting any sleep. And that was the only acting role. Like, yeah, the note. Note he, he took. Yeah. What, what, what was Pacino in right before this movie? Let's find out. Because I bet you anything, he's Nolan it. saw what he was in right before this and was like, that is too much energy. He's like, <laughs> you looked awake. I don't need you to be awake. <laughs> so this movie came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. Pacino was in Chinese, Chinese Coffee. Coffee. Oh, it, sounds, so. it sounds like it was real, a real high energy film. <laughs> he had too much caffeine. <laughs> exactly. He had too much Chinese coffee. He's coming down from the coffee high from two years earlier. Dude, look at how he looks on this cover for Chinese Coffee. He looks like 15 years younger than he does in Insomnia. This has to be That's like a low insane, budget, like dude. not matter film, right? It apparently is a remake of a play where wow. two unsuccessful su- unsuccessful writers spend a cathartic evening evening arguing about money, aesthetics, their friendship, and Harry's new manuscript. This probably has to be just like two dudes in a room the whole fucking yeah. Movie. It sounds like they're maybe in like a bar or something. Yeah. What year did this come out? 2000? Yeah, 2000. You know what? Let's just hijack this episode. Let's just put this on. Okay. It's on Amazon. All right, everybody. It. We're just going to go ahead and watch uh, Chinese Coffee. Let me, let me check uh, Directed this. by Al Pacino, by the way, if you didn't notice that. Yeah. This is his own directorial. So. All right. So, so um, we're, starting... we're just going to kind of describe each scene. All right. So here's Pacino. He's he's drinking some coffee. <laughs> That's and a it, stuff, not a dick. The, the coffee is Chinese. Yeah. I can confirm. <laughs> he's talking about some some duck that he's eating, confirming it's not the penis of the duck. Here's somebody. <laughs> somebody's walking by. Ooh, sorry. I don't know what they're sorry about. <laughs> this movie's very confusing. Uh, and interesting. They were oh, there was another person walking yeah. by. Oh, the two writers are roommates. That okay. Makes so much sense. <laughs> we're getting some exposition on these characters. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure Insomnia, back uh-huh. to Insomnia. Uh-huh. Don't, Chinese coffee was extremely short. Well, it's because it's so high energy, you just <laughs> get there really fast. And so we're going to slow down and get uh, not get any sleep. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's get get real fucking tired. Um, <laughs> this is Christopher Nolan's like third movie. What had he done before this? That was actually a question did, I did have. He um, did Memento two years prior, and then he did, I think, like Following or something like that. 
let's let's take a look. Oh, this is a producer. Let's look at his uh his, his directors. Yeah. So he did let's see, he did yeah, Memento was two years prior and then following was right before that. But like before that it was just shorts. Yeah, it which like. yeah, that shit doesn't count. Yeah, don't right. fuck until yeah. you're until it's an hour and a half, that shit don't count. But I'm pretty sure uh Warner Brothers tossed him this movie and was like easy remake we're giving you banger stars when it comes to you know fucking pacino Uh williams and swank it's gonna be real easy for you we want to see if you can tell like a really nice competent dark detective style story and we'll give you batman and he did it. And he did it. Yeah. And so this is pretty much why Batman is Batman Begins is so sleepy. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, we're gonna give you a sleepy Pacino. <laughs> see what you can do with it. Yeah. And then we'll give you a bail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Swank, I'm pretty sure she hadn't even won the Oscar for Million Dollar Baby at this point, right? In 2002? No, I bet that's not till like yeah, 2003. She, was, she wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> So when did Million Dollar Yeah, 2004. Baby? Yeah, so you're right. So not for a while later. Holy shit. But she had already been in at least a couple of things prior to this. Had she not? Yeah, no. Boys Don't Cry mm-hmm. is a decent film. Um, <gasps> yeah, I mean, I think she was a child actor on top of that. So she was in, she was in several things. She oh, was she was in the, the next... next Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, I feel like there's something. Yeah, yeah she <laughs> was, was like, there's a was... young swank. <laughs> that's what she it is. She was the next... This is going to be my next movie we do on the podcast. <laughs> We've all seen it. I've never seen no, it. No, you've seen it. We watched this together. <laughs> Remember, we used to train to that movie. Yeah, that's right. We did. Okay, you're yeah. right. We're like, forget fucking Ralph Macchio. We want Swank. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Swank Macchio. Am I right? <laughs> okay, so they ship these wow. LA detectives out to Alaska. Alaska. Why do they do? Is this a real thing that they do? No. Send detectives from city to city. No. They're like, okay, those Alaskan guys, they can't figure it out. You want to go up there? And it's basically it's only been a day too. And it's because it's the the chief up there is like an old friend and detective oh, buddy of right. theirs. It's like, oh, Dan works in Alaska now. Y'all want to go help Dan with a case? And they're like, yeah, why not? We need to get away from these IA assholes anyway. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure the feds would get there first, right? Yeah. Wouldn't they send like the feds first? Yeah, exactly. Well, for well, one, I get maybe not right? for one murder like that. Probably not. That's yeah, true. the yeah. feds would be like, no, nope, local police handle it you know exactly. unless it was like some crazy like circumstances series. where she had been like folded inside out or something I don't think <laughs> like the feds wouldn't get involved you know? and it was like an ice circle next yeah. to her or something exactly then the feds would be like oh we want this shit yeah. <laughs> a cult yeah um, Mulder and scully yeah exactly exactly i was watching an episode from the first season the other day and it was basically just the thing mm-hmm Again, but just X Files this time. Yeah, and it was pretty good. I like I, I love it. Yeah, Mike Ben Grimm. He's just yeah. a big rock man. <laughs> Speaking of the thing, there's several times where Pacino hates dogs in this movie, and I kept thinking like, I've seen the thing. I don't want this dog near me. <laughs> so he like shoots the dog. The he dead loves. Dog. He loves that film. Yeah, yeah, it's his favorite film of all time. <laughs> fucking um anyway no but also pacino's running from something Mm -hmm. and so this is also Mm -hmm. a good excuse for him to get out of la because he's being investigated or he's potentially going to be investigated investigated by something he that's also like a triple twist at the end of the movie because like something's looming over his relationship with uh hap yeah martin donovan we feel tension in their relationship pretty much right out the gate in Mm. the movie and it gets explained pretty much right at the top you know the first dinner that you know exactly internal affairs is looking in 
to their shit, and we don't even really understand why they're after Al Pacino. I guess they have maybe some evidence. My understanding is that there's probably a lot of crooked cops on his force Mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. And so they're doing investigation on other people, but they have to go through everybody. And and this internal affairs officer obviously being maybe crooked himself in the sense that he's only doing this to get himself power, you know, to raise his own status. And so it's it's like when you take over, when when you see corporations take over other corporations, what do they do? They fire everybody from the the other, yeah, everybody at the top and they put in their people. Yeah. And so that's really what's happening. And so um, Al Pacino's character... Uh, Will Darmer knows this, and yeah. so that's what he's afraid of. And e- Eckhart is already bowing down to the new, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah, yeah, which is his partner. So he's like, "Oh, so Hap's just gonna give me up." Yeah. That's that's how he feels. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so Al Pacino's obviously already troubled, you yeah, know, right so, out the gate from the movie. And so he's like, "Let's take an Alaskan Alaskan vacation." <laughs> And uh, figure uh, out this national easy... lampoon yeah, goes national, Alaska. National lampoon murder in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, we'll try to figure out this this what is seemingly an easy case, mm-hmm. which I mean is an easy case until the twists start happening. Uh, but we'll get into those uh, when we come back from the break. Oh shit! Uh, Already? Yeah. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll... actually talk about insomnia. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Break song. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were having some good gaffes off the podcast that you guys will never get to hear. That's how we do it. All yeah. the best shit doesn't go into these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep true. now. Okay, go to sleep, Paul right, Damien. Good night, Al Pacino. I hope, just, you, I hope you get some Z's. He just needs some rest. No. That's exactly right. Okay. So a girl's been murdered. Her body <laughs> thrown in <laughs> the dumpster. Don't say it like that. <laughs> Her body thrown in the dumpster and a bunch of garbage bags. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the sound but I should have gotten from this movie because it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. That's, and, that's the height of Pacino in this movie. That's like his most Pacino-ass shit <laughs> in that part. But yeah, there's not even anything, you know, kind of particular about this murder. I mean, she has just been, you know, strangled, beaten and strangled to death and left in the dump. So once again, it is a kind of a surprise that the big beginning of this movie is these L.A. cops getting flown out mm-hmm. for this other than it's just a favor to a friend, yeah. you know? Well, I think it's kind of like maybe they're like, they don't they don't deal with this kind of stuff. Yeah. they Captain, oh, you got to send somebody. Yeah, they kept all the police and all the people were always just like. We don't deal with. We don't have this happen, and it's just like, okay, that's fine. It did happen though. <laughs> like, I just think it's so funny whenever people are like, "We people don't get murdered out here." Yeah, and it's like <laughs> it happens regardless. There you go. <laughs> but, but yeah, if I feel like Christopher Nolan was kind of trying to do like his David Fincher in a way because yeah. this movie really tries to be like dark and heavy. You yeah. know, we get this whole interview with her boyfriend mm. where it's like, "You beat her. We saw the bruises." You yeah. know, <laughs> like, but it, and it it comes off just a little bit. A little bit silly, you know yeah. what I mean, at times like that. But I understand the tonality that it's going for, you know, and I exactly, feel yeah. the exactly the type of, you know, detective movie it wanted, wants to be, you know. I wonder if he was getting a lot of comparisons mm-hmm. when this movie came out, Christopher Nolan, to Fincher, who obviously kind of like really put the 
the best style forward in seven, which is another great crime movie. I fucking love that movie. I know it's 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 like seven girl with a dragon tattoo. Even Memories of Murder. Dragon Ball Z tattoo. Dragon Ball Z tattoo. Even Memories of Murder. These all have like a real nice style to them. Mm-hmm. And then this movie, I feel like is overlooked because it does also have a good style to it, which mm-hmm. is like the ice or the fog. Absolutely. When they're chasing the killer. Where Nolan shines is the way this fucking movie looks. There's yeah. so many shots in this film that are unbelievably gorgeous. And they you looking at him like oh yeah this is definitely the guy that goes on to do batman this is definitely the guy that goes on to do fucking interstellar you know like look at these fucking shots there's it's and it's interesting that you say that because there's a lot of gorgeous scenery and i mean that could just be said about alaska Mm -hmm. but there's the shots the angles framing and, and the framing that they chose to use was beautiful but on top of that the way the um i guess the the scenes were decorated um, like in some of the cabins and stuff the like that. The, yeah, the set design, the grittiness was perfect. It was yeah. spot on. It's exactly what you want to feel in that moment, you know? Yeah. Like where in seven, you've seen seven, right? Kenny? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, in seven. What's in the box? What is in that fucking box? <laughs> first of first, well, hold on real quick. Welcome to our game show. <laughs> what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> okay, we need that. <laughs> we do need that. <laughs> but they go, they break into Kevin Spacey's apartment and it's like unbelievable. There's like no way this human would be able to like manufacture all this in his apartment and get away with and it. And get away like, with it. Yeah. Like there's neon signs and like the most odd, there's like babies and like jars and like just the craziest <laughs> shit ever. And then you, they break into Robin Williams apartment and this is like the most lived in realistic writers like yeah. apartment in mm-hmm. the galaxy. And it's like how it's crazy that this movie is kind of like, undershadowed Mm -hmm. and i think it's because the name christopher nolan is attached to the dark knight and then every big banger post post because like the prestige isn't even that well talked about that's true even though it is a great film and people do talk about it but whenever people say like okay these are christopher nolan's best movies anything before the dark knight is almost neglected yeah and the memento what i what i will give memento though is it what it is you know what i mean which is it's such a uniquely designed and created film kind of like what he would go on to do with tenant you know what i mean that that's what i felt like tenant was was his old his an ultimate response to memento (laughs) which was like it's christopher nolan doing christopher nolan (laughs) yeah i need to break time again (laughs) because that's what may put me on the map you know exactly yeah it's almost like uh i didn't even think of that (laughs) it's almost like memento was like Okay, this is the start of Christopher Nolan, and then Tenet was like, this is the end of the Nolan that would have done a Batman movie. You know what I mean? That's so true. And now going forward, he's never going to touch another property Now again. he's literally d- blowing up everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's nuclear bombing his entire future. Either we're not... We're not using CGI. What the fuck's wrong with you? I need nuclear fusion here now. Well, I mean, just had a breakthrough. Yeah, (laughs) true. Get out there, Tillian. (laughs) Gillian, what what is this? Which is Cillian. Cillian, I knew it was one of those. Cillian Murphy. Cillian, he's Sicilian? He is Sicilian Sicilian Murphy. (laughs) Well, then you've seen this movie, Sunshine, right? Sorry, this is Yes, that's that's a good film. Okay, we should do this one for the podcast. That... Actually reminds me of Event Horizon. Yeah. We brought that up in Event Horizon yes. that when we watched that, I thought we were watching Sunshine, Sunshine. with Cecilian oh. Murphy. <laughs> with Sicilian Murphy. <laughs> with Sicilian Murphy, the Italian Cillian Murphy. Anyway. Uh, yes. So 
Um, this movie got my ass up at the front because I think just knowing the casting of this movie, I knew mm, what Robin Williams right. was eventually going to show up, especially because he wasn't like Al Pacino's partner or something right, right at the start. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> as soon as I, as he wasn't his partner, I was like, oh, he's the killer. But when they examine her body at mm. the beginning of the film, we get Al Pacino's line that he says, this is his first, but it's not going to be his last. Like this mm-hmm. guy has crossed the line yeah. and you don't come back from that. But then we don't get any more real murders beyond, you know right. what I mean? Like at least by his hand, truly, he does not go on to kill any more women or anything. And so that was a huge surprise to it me. It was that almost foreshadowing his own shit. Exactly. Well, I mean, he, he was going to kill Hillary Swing. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, in the long run. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was genuinely surprised that this wasn't like a serial killer movie. Yes. Right. That this and the end was a personal conflict You're right. film. Because I, I did mean? expect when he said that, I did expect her to be maybe two or three more victims in the film. Right. Until until the end, I, I was like, they're going to probably show him kill like two two girls. So and I'm, I'm going to be think, upset. <laughs> I think it's almost expertly done that it didn't become that right because that's what you would expect and then on top of that you need a good rapport between robin williams and al pacino going forward and it makes this movie feel very grounded Mm -hmm. you know like i agree Mm -hmm. with you it works better for the film that it is just this one focused murder for everything to happen around and the fact that we get that this is a small community you know Mm -hmm. these smaller towns in alaska there's not a lot of people in them and so it even gets brought up where he's like you can't hide from me forever like there's not a lot of people here i'm gonna figure out which one of these 40 fucking people you are eventually yeah (laughs) um sorry i'm just thinking about christopher nolan and dark knight now and like (laughs) Al Pacino lived that role. He was like, you know, you either uh, die the good guy, yeah. you live long enough to become the bad, see yourself become the bad guy. Yep. I mean, That's so true. <laughs> fuck, dude. So yeah, Al Pacino in the fog, when mm-hmm. they first run into Robin Williams, they don't see him, Seven style. They chase him, and Al Pacino kills his partner, Martin, which was twist one. Which... Uh, by the way, for a little background on that, because we haven't touched on it, and it takes them a while to touch on it, other than dropping a name, which mm-hmm. was like, uh, what was it, like Bobby or some shit like that? I kind of know. Are you talking about the killer? No. Um, Al Pacino and Hap, uh-huh. um, they were talking about- uh, The DA or whatever. The, yeah. the I, IA coming oh, down on them. Mitchells yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and then so, th- but there's somebody that Al Pacino's character had put away. Dobbs. Dobbs, there yeah. you go. And so he was basically worried that that was the only time he had ever done something bad. Right. And so he was worried that that was going to come into light. Right. Specifically. Yeah. And Which then is that like would the third in, twist at the end of yeah, the Yeah, and that would throw into question everything else yes. that he's done. Yeah. So it turns out that Al Pacino had falsified uh, evidence, evidence yeah. in a previous case where he was sure a guy had killed a boy. But a jury's never talked to a child murderer before. They don't know what one looks like. You know? <laughs> Al Pacino's sure of it. He's got that yeah. power. Um, he's, he's from Scarface. Going back yeah. to <laughs> going back to memories of murder. He's the shaman. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, he, yeah. he just knows. He can yeah. see it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, fuck. Dude, I know. Um, so that alone is why Pacino could be indicted or even face criminal charges for falsifying mm-hmm. this 
Well, I, evidence. I, I don't even think he really cares too much about being indicted. It's just or Dobbs being getting charged. out. Or well, not Dobbs, even Dobbs. But just like his whole record. His whole record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Potentially gets the law. Can you imagine that? They're like, all right, you messed up this one case. We're releasing every killer you've ever put away. <laughs> That's just how it works. That's just how it that works. That would be insane. But, but <laughs> they just push a red button, a bunch of cell doors open. <laughs> they, they type in Pacino's name and then press the red button. <laughs> They're logged to every one of those cells. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, oh, but he he got arrested by Hap. Well, Hap's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so release him too. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> They're partners, weren't they? Let him go. <laughs> so through the fog, Pacino kills Hap. Mm-hmm. Accidentally, and the, Hap's dead. Was it? Well, you know, when it happened, I it felt like an when accident. it happened. Yeah. When it happened. Oh shit, <laughs> dude. It wasn't happenstance. <laughs> too weird. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, we we need some buttons in there. We haven't been playing. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and but it's it's one of those things. Exactly from our point of view, it very much does feel like an accident. But I, mm-hmm. even Pacino admits it throughout the thing. He's like, honestly, I'm so fucking tired. I don't even know anymore. He's yeah. like, did I mean to do it? Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's Hap's reaction that I feel like makes it so powerful, which is that he is the one that's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, did you do this on purpose? Like, get the fuck away from me. Like, yeah. are you trying to kill me right it's, now? It was actually tragic. Mm-hmm. And it's because of their argument that they had the Prior. night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he calls Hap's wife to tell her that Hap had been killed by the murderer that they're trying to find. Because mm-hmm. that's also what he tells the police report. Yeah. Once again, falsifying evidence. Mm-hmm. And he continues throughout the movie to falsify his evidence. Yeah. It's almost like you were saying earlier with the dead body, where it's like, this guy's done it once before. He's going to do it again. And he it's did. him. He's the one He's now talking about himself. Feeling so trapped that he just has to keep fucking shit up. Yeah, he but I mean, keeps stacking dominoes in shitty positions. That, I mean, but that's how lies work. Exactly. You know, yeah. once you start lying, you, you're going to forget one detail and you yeah. have to lie about something else and then lie about yeah. something else and then lie about something else. And that's where I love that we do get the other side of his shame, though, in the sense that when Hillary Swank gets put on Hap's murder case and, you know, mm-hmm. she's done with the paperwork. She's like, all you got to do is sign. This shit can go on. He's like, no double check your shit and it's definitely because i feel like it's him wanting to be caught you know Mm -hmm. it's not only wanting her to potentially be criminalized within his bullshit Mm -hmm. for like signing off on reports that don't make sense but it's also the part of him that's like no dig deeper like see that what i'm saying doesn't make sense i want this shit to come out you know and and what i also love most about hillary swank being on that case is the fact that she obviously very much looked up to him yes right And he was very flattered by it mm-hmm. to the point where he was like, oh, well, maybe I could teach you. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you, you taking a note right now? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like as soon as she's put on the case, you can see his heart breaking. And but at the same time, he's like, you know what? I still want to take her under my wing. I still want right. to teach her these things. Yeah. Even if it's to my own detriment. It's because he believes he's a good cop and he needs that archetype to be correct. Mm-hmm. My biggest surprise throughout this movie is I feel like we do learn in the end that he was a, a good cop. Mm-hmm. And it's just essentially one 
mishap. Miss, you know, yeah, one mishap. mistake from his past. Yeah, yeah. mishap. <laughs> Two mishaps, yeah. <laughs> Man, I sure no, do mishap. He did not miss the second yeah, half. He dobbed he it up the first time, and he's, it's a real mishap the second time. <laughs> the second time he mishap. No, he didn't. Oh, shit, he you're right, hat. you're right. That was, the second one was a hit hat. But yeah, he, he, it's it, it's the Dark Knight comparison so fucking hilarious and perfect is that he has now lived long enough to see himself become the villain, and he's yeah. like, fuck, I need to die right now. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Hillary Swank plays the function that um guilt. Uh no, <laughs> in Inception that Elliot what is his name? Oh yeah, that's also Elliot Nolan. Page. Elliot Page plays in Inception. But this is an archetype or, or a functional character that I don't dislike in movies. The character that asks the questions yeah. to learn. The yeah, they're us really. Yes. They're they are the audience. They're like, but right. why? You know? Exactly. <laughs> And I, I like that Nolan does that in almost all of his movies. He has a character constantly asking why, why, so that they can explain the unbelievable circumstances that Interstellar creates or whatever. You know what I mean? It's Murph in Interstellar, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, it would be Murph in Interstellar. And also at times, um, uh, McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah. But my favorite one is Tenet. He's like, because, I'm just a farmer. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> I don't know nothing about books. <laughs> about books. I don't know nothing about books. My favorite is Tenet because David Washington, John David Washington, he is the guy that's asking questions and he's also the, the main, main character, character. Which makes us feel like the main character. Exactly. Tenet feels like a video game. It does. Honestly. At the end of the day, it feels like a really It feels awesome... like a Kojima video game. Exactly. Metal Gear Solid style video game. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Confusing and awesome. I, just, <laughs> I I can't get into Metal Gear. I've tried. Yeah, it's hard. It's for sure. So difficult. It's not a hard game. It's just complicated. Metal Gear Alchemist Solid. <laughs> Metal Slug. Yeah. Metal Slug <laughs> Alchemist <laughs> Gear. Full Metal Gear Alchemist. <laughs> Brotherhood. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect um, Robin Williams' character to start like. Calling him. Yeah, calling him, having open conversations and stuff. That was really cool. I thought, see, I thought um, when the film started that this was going to be like, a, like essentially a, a murder mystery. Yeah. Who is yeah. it? Yeah, a whodunit. Exactly. But it was, it, it was, but it was far from it. Yeah. It and was I for maybe it. the first, what, 45 minutes to hour before we maybe finally meet even. Robin Williams, yeah. you know? Maybe the first half, yeah. It's like I would if, you, if you didn't know the casting of this movie, I could see you not recognizing Robin Williams' voice over the phone. But mm -hmm. once again, I feel like just because we all knew he's in the movie, that first phone call, we're like, "That's Robin Williams. There yeah. he is, right there." Well, I mean, <laughs> and we're all, and once again, all like, "That's he's the killer," you know. Yeah. But but also like his voice is so iconic. He's you know we've known about Robin Williams for so yeah. long. I think we would have picked that up either yeah. way. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's. It's this is where this movie is good and incredible mm -hmm. and not at all cliche mm -hmm. is because the movie becomes blackmail yeah. against our main character and like and psychological and manipulation. Even yeah. on top of that, it's really him just trying to be like, no, what I'm telling you is is the best thing for both of us. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know what? I've been through what you're going through. You know, I yeah, I yeah. couldn't sleep when I got here. We're the same I was guy. crazy. We've both killed people. By I accident. accidentally. <laughs> I accidentally punched her to death for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. Accidents so, happen, dude, man. The second phone call. Yeah. The second phone call when Robin Williams. <clears throat> or no, it's even the third because they've already met. They've already met at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So they meet. There's a chase across logs, first and foremost. Which was awesome. They probably, Once again, in my opinion, style. the scariest point of the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Badass. Yeah. Once again, this movie has style with that. Because that, where else are you going to see that? These True. two fucking... Yo, where, where else are you going to see a bunch of fucking logs on a river, okay? <laughs> you can tell uh, that Rob Williams has been es- er, planning that escape plan <laughs> Dude, the entire yes. time. He's yeah. like, I know where I'm running and getting away from and anybody trying to chase all me. all those fucking whodunit novels yeah. he writes. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's the wild like, card. That was his wild card, man. Yeah. He's out there at 5 a.m. every morning running logs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking so good at this. It's like it's like that um, shirtless, shoeless man that runs around your oh, yeah. complex. Oh, you know, I haven't seen him in a long time. Oh yeah, did we talked die? about this. Yeah, I think, I think this was our comment last time we talked about it. We we're like, oh fuck, did he die? I think he passed away. Do you really? <laughs> it's he, he could have moved. He was. Old. No, he's he's <laughs> forest gumping his way across the country right now. He just hasn't made it to the east he hasn't coast realized yet. He, hasn't, he needs to stop. He needs to turn around, and go back, go. Uh, <laughs> just like I've been running to the Alamo, it's taking me forever. Yeah, he's in Mexico. Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Robin yes. Williams. So he shows up, and you don't feel sympathetic towards him, really, but you can gather enough of a respect for him that you would understand why Al Pacino would go ahead and side with him. You know what I mean? For his own career, for yeah. his own reputation. He makes good enough points that you could see where Al Pacino's four days awake yes. ass would be like, that kind of makes sense. You know, yeah. <laughs> the whole time Al Pacino never sleeping. Yeah. That okay? Yeah, when you put it like that, like you haven't slept for four days. Well, and he like, shows yeah, maybe, it. Maybe he'll make some sense. That's where I love the framing and in, in the scene when they're on the boat and you, Pacino first finally kind of comes to Robin Williams' side because it's the two of them standing next to each other with a pole between them. Mm-hmm. But Pacino's like aggressively leaning onto it, and I mean, looks like he's just an inch from passing out yeah. while Robin Williams is fully conscious, full confidence, just like dial, you know, monologuing his evil plan. Mm-hmm. And it just paints it so well that it's like, this is a man manipulating another man who is just, you know, burnt out, you know? Yeah, I agree. I wanted to see what Robin Williams kind of came out just before this, which oh, is literally, um, well, and I think it's interesting because the same year he came out with that one hour photo movie, oh. which is also oh. like a weird edgy yeah. horror film for him to be in so it's yeah. like he kind of wanted to like you know, change shifts because right bu- the only thing before this was artificial intelligence oh yeah in 2001 right before that amber me and amber had watched or she did watch a movie of his um where it was like uh he was like a pimp in was it the fisher like king? A strip club I've never seen the Fisher King. I have always I wanted to watch Fisher, Fisher King, King, but I'm, yeah, I don't know. Is that what that? I don't know. Is that's it the, the Birdcage? It might the be Birdcage. No. It was the Birdcage. It can't be. Birdcage is where they're a gay couple. Yeah, but there's he's like, a cabaret owner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's like a strip club, a gay strip club. I haven't seen that We're movie in a long. My grandma yeah. loved that movie. Oh, I haven't but, seen it in a really long time. What's it called? There's a part in the film uh, that Amber pointed out because mm-hmm. she was all that didn't age well. I bet that whole movie has not aged well. Well, there's a there's a moment where he's talking to a girl and she's complaining about something. He's like, "Oh, please stop, or I'm gonna have to kill myself." (laughs) So I watched Airplane just recently. Uh Have you ever seen Airplane? No picture. No. Okay. So is it a bad photo? No, it's a great picture. I love you guys. You both smiled. (laughs) So in Airplane, uh, the main character 
he keeps telling his sob story to everyone that's on the airplane with him, mm-hmm. and they all keep killing themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> spoilers. Ways. I've never seen Airplane. <laughs> I mean, is it's... that the one with um, what's his name, Leslie? Yes, Leslie yeah. Nielsen okay. is in it. Yeah, for sure. All right, can we he do plays Airplane? <laughs> we could do Airplane on right now. All right, we're hijacking this episode again. <laughs> <laughs> Airplane's a short movie. It's only going to last about this long. Oh, and we are out of time. Thank All you right. for being with us today. That was airplane. Yeah, what that a was riot! What so a, funny. What a laugh riot! Just laugh. <laughs> I will laugh the whole way through. I literally did not stop laughing. Oh. There's a sequel, Airplane Two. Yes, there, yeah. is. there is an Airplane, airplane Two. two. <laughs> and then one more time. Okay, and that was Soul Plane. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for watching that with us. <laughs> the unofficial remake. Yeah, the unofficial prequel. <laughs> yeah, prequel. Because <laughs> it takes place in the 70s. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, no, it doesn't? No. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the one where, like, Kevin Hart uh, yes. hurt, hurts his butt in the plane. That's I've not never... in the 70s. It isn't? Okay. No. I, I just know that someone has an Afro in my movie. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> And that about. means they're in the 70s because <laughs> somebody might have an afro. I've never heard of this movie. I in my thought this life. movie was. You've a... never seen this movie? I didn't even know this movie existed. It's okay. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> this movie is okay. And Sandra no one, Bullock's in it? No one has an afro. There's so, <laughs> that's Sofia Vergara. <laughs> so, I think it is. Um, Kevin Hart gets stuck on a toilet. It hurts him <laughs> like a plain toilet. It hurts him. He sues. And he opens up his own plane, uh, airline. commercial airline, yeah. which is called Soul Plane. That's, that's and uh, Snoop Dogg is one of the pilots. Hell yeah, he's high. Yeah, he's high while flying. Does the does the plane uh, fly on marijuana? Is that what it's powered by? No, but Snoop Dogg's in the Mile High Club, dude, because he's yeah. high, not because of sex. That'd be me, <laughs> but because of the sex. Oh, but uh, in Insomnia, yeah, uh, Robin Williams flies so plane. <laughs> He's got a soul plane. God damn it! I I thought Robin Williams did an amazing job. Yes, um, and I was I was really astonished to see him in a role like that. Yeah, um, I feel like maybe in this era of two thousand two, he'd been playing the good guy and the for nice guy long. for so long. Then yeah. I feel like that's what. Um, uh, Tom uh, Hanks is doing now. Oh, he yeah. With his new AI. Movie. That's a good call, too. Dude. Dude, he's in both AI and the Bicentennial, Bicentennial Man. Man. He is the AI in Bicentennial we Man. We should watch AI. <laughs> we should watch AI. AI. Y'all watch AI, I'll watch That's Bicentennial Man. <laughs> we'll talk about which Robin Williams would win in the fight. <laughs> I for sure want to watch Bicentennial Man. I've never seen it. Anyway, um, yeah, so Robin Williams plays bad guy in this movie, and he does a great job and like i was saying he's he's doing a pretty convincing job of having al pacino either side with him or contemplate siding with him yeah because al pacino never actually tells us the audience whether he is for sure going to side with him or not because he doesn't tell him if he has his gun or not yeah and we see him still actively working against him exactly In ways like and keeping he's like trying to play yeah he's trying to play like two decks at the same time and at the same time that's his it's the, his external struggle is reflecting his internal struggle right throughout the whole film exactly that's a good call um <clears throat> but then the third phone call happens where robin williams confesses well tells him how he did it and what happened and basically the girl 
Which we haven't really talked about her no, at all. No, we haven't talked about Kay too much. Yeah. Kay Connell. But she has a shit boyfriend. Randy. Randy. Stints. Who, who punches her. Yeah, who beats, punches her. Beats her up and sleeps with her her best friend. Yes. So she's just got a real good life going on. Sounds like a stud. No, it, <laughs> it made me laugh at their eulogy. They're like, she was always smiling. And I was like, she had a <laughs> fucked up life. I was like, <laughs> From what we know about her. You know? But these two girls, they obviously, they want to leave Alaska so fucking bad that they're willing to try out these old to men. be with robin yeah. williams or even al pacino or al pacino point, yeah because the best friend is like I'd i don't want <laughs> she's like i'm an impressionable young lady and yeah. you're a la cop mm-hmm. what's gonna happen he's like i'm gonna take you to the garbage yeah <laughs> yeah we were uh... running into some traffic <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah yeah that's the most manic al pacino gets in this movie for sure <laughs> um where was i going oh right um, yeah, he confesses how he kills Kay. And the he, way he describes it does not sound like ten minutes of beating her ass to death. Yeah. Either, right. you know, which is he what we find he, out later, you know. He he kinda just says, I just hit her until she shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he lost control. He's like, I was more scared than her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is 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 crazy like you see how much of a, a narcissist that this character is yes sociopath, and it's a, yeah. yes and it's insane he has to justify everything but it always leads back to not his I, fault. It, yeah there's yeah. no way i could do that yeah you know i mean like look at me i couldn't have possibly done that i'm yeah. robin williams I, yeah i'm I write, adams <laughs> I, write, I write books and shit yeah. oh captain my captain exactly uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah, it's that phone call that you're finally like, even the audience is like, okay, no, this guy needs to go to jail, like, uh, immediately. This is, do you want you guys have to go to jail? <laughs> right to jail, right away. <laughs> yeah. He's, no he's kind of reminiscing no in it yeah. at the same time. That's true. Yeah. He's almost like reveling in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he told Kay when Kay wanted to go uh, get away from her boyfriend. Yeah. So he yeah. talked to her and he was just all, <laughs> yeah, she so, was like, Daddy, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams kisses her and then he says, I got excited. Does that mean he had boner? Oh, yes. full bone. So he got bone and then she was like, Yo, no bone. No. Yeah. And so she laughs at his bone. And he's like, You don't laugh at bone. <laughs> <laughs> was Do you think it was because it was like hilariously big bone? No, I think or it's just funny that all, suddenly this man yeah. that she saw as an elder has a bone because of her. Yeah, she, this was probably someone she saw as like a supportive uncle or like a second yeah. father figure. And then he was like, but bone? And she was like, no, no, no. And he's like, well, now I have a different bone to pick with you. And it's murder. <laughs> murder bone. And yeah, I mean, and it's one of those things that he obviously had built this relationship up so much in his mind that yes. the overwhelming shame and of the rejection, you know, just you know, is you can go crazy. So Men, it can be, it can be <laughs> said. Shrug. What, Shrug. You're, what you're telling me is that it can be said he was bad to the bone. Yes. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> that one worked too, though. He had an alien bone. Wow, crazy. <laughs> I'm just goofing. <laughs> You're crazy, girl. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention when Hap gets killed and uh, Al Pacino calls his wife to tell her. Oh yeah, she cries and cries, and then she's like, "When you find him, you kill him." Yeah. And so she she Whoa. basically over the phone gives him a license to kill. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, because she doesn't say you kill him. She oh. says you don't arrest him. You understand me? Yeah. Which I think is hilarious yeah. because, like, imagine Al Pacino. He's just like, "You you want me to let her let him go?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 let, her, I let him go. That's what you wanted. Yeah. I can help help him escape. Yeah, I can let him get away with it because I killed Hap. Yeah. Um, Do you hear oh, me, he, Will Dormer? He was like, "Oh, you want me to kill myself?" <laughs> yeah, he is the one who killed Hap. That's a good call. Yeah, I didn't even put that together. I was still just thinking about Robin Williams in that instance. Um. Yeah. yeah, a big part of the middle of the movie is exactly just us watching Al Pacino's character downfall into mm-hmm. having to plant evidence and do all this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a surprise to me that once we finally get to the end, he's like, fuck everything I've been doing this entire movie. I even just destroyed the tape of our evidence. You know what? I want to I'm done. I want to let all this shit out. It's like you just destroyed the tape. Yeah. You had the evidence you needed yeah. to release all this shit. Um, So that was kind of a surprise to me that in the end he was like, no, actually, I'm fine with all of my shit also getting out, you know? Yeah. Because I figured that he would obviously want to incriminate Robin Williams, but I figured he would die keeping his own secrets, you know? Yeah, that's a good call. So, yeah, the movie pretty much ends with... Um, it definitely just ends, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, Hillary, Hillary Swank figures it all out. She's been on Al Pacino this whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she it's not that she loves it or likes it that... Al Pacino's doing this shit, and she's like, this is the only clues, this is the only shit that plugs into him. Um, And so, yeah, the movie basically ends with a a shootout, and Robin Williams potentially trying to kill Hilary Swank, which is crazy to me, because everyone knows that Hilary Swank said that she was going to his cabin, and that's the last place she's going to show up. So she disappeared, then yeah. And so what was Robin Williams' Mm -hmm. plan after that? The fucking genius he is. Uh no clue. People <laughs> people die in all kinds of ways. Make it look like an accident. Yeah, Al Pacino taught him that earlier in the movie. He's yeah. like, oh, that's good shit. He's writing it down. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> so weren't, weren't you supposed to be teaching Hillary Swank? Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing that I loved about Robin Williams' character was that as a writer of like detective and murder mysteries, he's constantly kind of acting like he knows more about murder investigations then al pacino he's yeah. like oh i got th- i i can handle all this shit i can handle these local cops i know how they think you know he's yeah. like and i think it the whole story works it's ego yeah he's like i think the whole story works better if we do it this way it's just exactly the way that he's it's a like, fucking narcissist it's like, dude this guy's been a a homicide detective for like 20 years yeah. probably like and you think you know how <laughs> 50 murder- years yeah. look at him yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Since he was in diapers. Yeah, you're I'm fucking crying. insulting him. Look at the man. <laughs> That's Detective Baby. He's famous. <laughs> baby. He's been a baby since he was a detective. And then he stars in Scarface, and now he's 65. <laughs> <laughs> Big leaps for this guy. Big leaps. <laughs> God what damn. if that's how how life was? Like yeah, you, you have to start, you have to start Scar- Scarface, and then immediately you're 65. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to hold What's off Scarface until I'm like 84, because then I'll just jump back to 65. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll time travel. You yeah. do a mountain of cocaine, it's going to age you about 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, boy. I'm going to do so right. much cocaine, I time travel. Oh, right. gosh. Oh. Don't do that. 
Oh, goodness gracious. I'm going to do so much cocaine. It does has the opposite effect, and I am just... It's just a baby. <laughs> it just transforms me back, you know? just brings me back. So. Babies aren't Just real. do that. Chefs do do that. No, Chefs do do that. They don't. In, they, the, in the pantheon of Nolan, how do you how do you guys feel about this movie? Um, better than Dark Knight. So okay, so you're 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 a hater of of the Dark Knight series? of the trilogy of the trilogy. Yeah. Um. I mean, yes and no. Yes. Yeah. Yes and no. I don't like that version of Batman. Yeah. Um, people say it's one of the most realistic versions of Batman, which I I guess you can kind of argue that. Um, but I just I, I don't like that version of Batman. Chicago I, Batman. I feel the exact same way. Like, but with that being said, um, that's hands down my favorite Joker. That's a good call. Yeah. Like, I I like those movies a lot, but I don't like them as the only interpretation of yeah, Batman. They are yeah, they aren't the end all be all for me. Right. Like hands down. No. Yeah. Um I would definitely put this out of the Christopher Nolan movies I've seen, I would put this at the top. Interesting. Yeah, so like let's compare it to all the I movies. Well, here, I, I haven't seen Memento. I was by just the way. gonna say I kinda yeah. had like my opinion is what or I really think you kinda hit the nail on the head early on in the episode, which you always do. You're so good at hating <laughs> Um but yeah, were I'm, you a fucking carpenter? I've never, you Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've never seen following. I don't really know anything about it, but mm-hmm. just knowing Memento what Memento is and the mm-hmm. popularity it did cultivate for mm-hmm. him, this really feels like something that the movie producers or you know execs were like okay we love memento but we need you to show that you can make just a normal ass hollywood movie yeah like can you show us just good hollywood and we got insomnia yeah and it because it does in a lot of ways feel kind of cookie cutter you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like Mm -hmm. him fitting himself in a box of like it needs to be this thing you know and it makes sense that it's a, a remake of a you know a foreign film that in a whole other box he had to then fit into a very know? successful foreign film <clears throat> as well true yeah and yeah. so it is very stylized i see him finding his footing as the director he would obviously go on to yes. become in his later films um especially those framing shots yeah i mean especially those framing shots but it really feels like something that he didn't really have all the creative control necessarily maybe over i you think know? i think maybe he did but he was also restraining his style. Yeah. That and also a style that he hadn't even really formed found yet. yet. Yeah. yeah. Because this it is feels reined in. Yeah, I yeah. guess is the best way. This this is his most normal ass movie. <laughs> exactly. It, it never it goes just everywhere else yeah. from here, you know. Like even it even though it can be very heavily compared to Fincher. Yeah. Fincher can be very cartoony. In his portrayal sometimes. And this is just real ass shit. Um, sorry, I, I just noticed something because we have the IMDb page up. Uh-huh. Um, look at the writers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they pretty much use the exact same screenplay mm-hmm. from the other film. Uh-huh. And uh, the only addition is the Hillary sites. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, it looks like they used the original screenplay and then just had someone else kind of come in and maybe Americanize it yeah, a little bit. change it to Alaska. <laughs> Which apparently uh, Nolan had a hand in also rewriting some of this as well. He's just not oh, really? credited. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like... If I was Christopher Nolan making this movie, you know, really taking off my career, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck if I'm named as writer. Yeah. You know? Especially if you're a fledgling, yeah, a fledgling kind of director that's getting his big break working with these fucking people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nolan, I don't know. I, I love this movie. I think it's a great movie. I think the fact that we spoiled it just now, 
kind of I mean, once you know what the movie's about, it's still a good watch. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, the the surprise of it. Yeah. The the hinge to it is what is, like, really the, the driving force of why this should be a notable movie. Because, like, there's... I love the fog scene. Yeah. Where they go underneath the cabin and... End the up frog in scene? A, yeah, and end up in the Valley of the Frog. Um because it's just so cool looking. And what I will give this movie is that it didn't do my biggest complaint that a lot of murder mystery detective styles do, which is that they don't give you some key piece of information until it totally matters at the end. And then that's the thing that brings everything together. This movie actually managed to give us everything we needed pretty much up front and never have that even and still have twists for us. Yeah. Things we mm-hmm. didn't expect down the line and they weren't given us to us in that way that's mm-hmm. like oh, but you could have never seen this coming because, ha there's the key, you know, or something. And I do appreciate it didn't have that trope, which I tend to hate in They let the the actual story create the twist. Exactly. Versus trying to just hold something back from you. Yeah, feeding us 50 red herrings and then being like, but it was actually this monkey. And it's like, oh, well, what the hell? Well, yeah, I saw (laughs) the monkey with the gun last 30 minutes ago. Um, this is a good fucking movie. This is a good movie. Yeah. It is. I think actually. if I was going to rate it, I would give it um like probably five or six sleepless nights. Yeah. Sleepless in Alaska. Sleepless in Alaska's. Yeah. Five or six sleepless in Alaska's. Starring. Dude, say that five or six times <laughs> fast. <laughs> five or six times fast. Um, I give this a five or six times fast out of five or six times. So five or six times fast. <laughs> yeah, what I think this is a five out of five for sure. A five out of uh, five or six out of five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I give it a a lower forty eight because that, that's where we're from, and so yeah. we'll never understand the struggles of the Alaskan people. I don't even so. know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, well, it's because you're a lower forty eight, bro. Oh, yeah, so motherfucker! Wait, so. Is Hawaii located in the in a higher hemisphere than? No, I just think it's not connected to all of us. Uh, so it doesn't okay, count, dude, they're high. Know? They're high as fuck over in. Hawaii. We're all we're all stonked together, and then they're the the you know ocean boys. So, so Hawaii can be like the the I don't know the the one in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> like the most lackluster thing. By the way, um, they're the ocean boys. Yeah. I was trying to look up to see if Insomnia was a novel or uh-huh. a book. And you couldn't um, find anything? The only novel I can find named Insomnia is not this. It's oh, something it's the completely King? It's the Stephen King one. Yeah. So I think if Good we even, even if it is, I think if we try to look for it, it's just going to be overshadowed. Well, yeah. everything goes back to Stephen King in the end. You know? Yeah, yeah he is. Exactly. What if this was the Stephen King book? <laughs> Dude, for a second when I saw the You're Stephen like, King no song, I was like, no, it can't be. <laughs> no, it's <different>. impossible. <laughs> different things. Um, All right. Well. Yeah, this is a good movie. I think a uh, uh, high recommend for me. Um, if you like you some good detective murder mysteries, this is going to be right up your alley for sure. If you like Fincher, if you like uh, yeah. shit like that. I was trying to think of another director like that, but I blanked. Who did Prisoners? Uh, wasn't that... Isn't that... Um, Denny Villeneuve that did Prisoners? Oh, it is Denny Villeneuve that is did it? Prisoners. I think you're right. No, I don't know. Nah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It was Denny Villeneuve? It was Denny Villeneuve. Okay. Oh, my How God. How about Zodiac? Oh, Zodiac was Venture. Zodiac was Venture. God, fucking... See, so all those dark-ass directors. Venture loves him a murder, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. Venture's <laughs> just murder, man. 
Yeah, David Finch. Damn. Crazy. Can we get those windshield wipers? Uh, I get, on, yeah. Let me, let me go back to the do windshield it, wipers. Well, thank you guys for listening. Rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts. We're going on a long drive. Yeah, yeah we're going to go on a long drive now. Right, we're in the car. It's raining a little bit. Um, follow us on Instagram. This can be in the show notes below. Did I already say that? No. No. Okay. But you did just now. I'm yeah, you did. No. There you go. Oh, yeah. um, um, follow us uh, on Instagram show notes. Uh, just tell you. I'm curious how many of you people even make it to the end like this. You know? I know, right? Like, I feel like, yeah. If you do, and you're one of those people that, you know, we don't even really know personally, please just comment on some fucking thing of ours. Yeah, Say is this annoying? Is it annoying when we fucking do this every episode? Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. If you're know, listening yeah. to our shit. I would love some feedback. Yeah, we want some fucking feedback. Tell us we suck. We you don't know, care. That's that's actually kind of true because, like, we get we get ratings, but nobody ever gives comments. Yeah. Nobody ever leaves us any information. We actually don't know if we're doing good or if we're just getting lucky. We just keep putting this shit out there and hoping for the best. Yeah, you know? exactly. For sure, for sure. So thank you all so much for being there please say something if yeah. you're out there you know is anybody out there yeah is anybody oh you know yeah. probably, know. probably not we'll uh, we'll see y'all then or we'll see you well, another I, time I, you guys just keep on watching that's my new ending that's right instead oh. of keep keep on fucking that chicken i'm gonna say keep on watching yeah keep on listening to us watch keep yeah. on fucking these watchers yeah oh you forgot one bye guys bye guys Yeah.